Hello, 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 my listeners. This is Vina. So now we're starting off another week, a new week of Bible study. Last week, we spoke about the Creator gives man a paradise. What did we learn from that study? Well, first of all, we learned that God created the physical universe and life on earth. He created man and man and a woman perfect. And he settled them into a beautiful garden home. And he gave them commands to obey. Okay. So, what was the commands he gave them? You remember? Mm-mm. It was two. It was two commands. First, he directed them to cultivate and care for their earthly home and eventually fill it with their offspring. Second, he told them not to eat the fruit of just one tree in all the vast garden, the tree of the knowledge of good and bad as brought out at Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. Hmm. So we learned all about this last week, all right? And we learned, did Adam and Eve obey those commands? Hmm. Well, we know one of them, they surely did not, right? We also learned about the divine name, that name Jehovah. That is God's personal name. You know, like how we have our own personal name that distinguishes us from all other women or all other men or all other mothers or all other fathers. Yes, we have a personal name. So why is it hard to believe that God has a personal name? Remember, God is a title, woman, title, mother, title. But to distinguish a specific one from all those titles, you have a personal name. And so do God. He has a personal name. And he wants us to use it. Okay? So we learned what that name was. It's Jehovah. And you can find it at Psalms 83:18 in all the Bibles. Okay? So let's move on because this week we're going into a new topic talking about paradise loss. Wow. So God puts them perfect humans into this parasitic home, but somehow they lost it. And that's what we're going to learn about this week. How did they lose their parasitic home? Okay, it starts. A rebel angel influences the first man and woman, Adam and Eve, to reject God's relationship. As a result, sin and death entered the world. Long before creating humans, God created many invisible spirit creatures, angels, creatures, angels. In Eden, a rebellious angel who came to be known as Satan the devil slyly endeavored to tempt Eve 
into eating the fruit of the one tree that God had ruled out. Do you notice there? It said that this angel tempted Eve. He went to the less experienced one, Eve, right? The newest one in the garden. He didn't go to Adam because Adam would have definitely told him. No, Adam would have truly known better. So he went to the weakest one. And this is what Satan continues to do today. He comes to the weakest one. He comes to you when you're downhearted and trotted to get you to disobey God's commands. Okay, let's read on. Using a serpent or snake as a mouthpiece, Satan implied that God was withholding something desirable from the woman and her husband. The angel told Eve that she and her husband would not die if they ate the forbidden fruit. Satan thus accused God of lying to his human children. The deceiver presented disobedience to God as an appealing course that would lead to enlightenment and freedom. But this was all a lie. In fact, the first lie ever spoken on earth. The real point at issue involved God's sovereignty or supreme rulership, whether God has the right to rule and whether he exercises it in a righteous way and in the best interest of his subject. Eve believed Satan. Wow. She believed Satan's lie. Can you can you believe that? Now, she knew all about the animals too. Once put in the Garden of Eden, Adam taught her everything that she knew. And everything that God told Adam, Adam told to Eve. So she knew what she was doing. And how could she believe Satan's lie? Remember, he's using this snake to talk to you. An animal you know, Eve knew, could not talk. So right there should have been a red flag. And she should have ran away from this Satan. I mean, from this serpent. But of course, she did not. She stood there and listened to him. To the point where she began to desire the fruit. And then she actually ate some of it. Later, she gave some to her husband, and he also ate it. Thus, they became sinners. That seemingly simple act was actually an expression of rebellion. By deliberately choosing to disobey God's command, Adam and Eve rejected the rule of the Creator who had given them everything, including perfect life. Wow. Would you have done that? Hmm. What were they thinking? Wow. Let's look at this box here. It talks about imperfection and death. Notice what it says. It says, God created Adam and Eve perfect with the prospect of living forever in paradise. When they rebelled against God, they sinned. Adam and Eve thereby lost perfection and severed their relationship with the source of life, Jehovah God. 
From then on, they and all their imperfect descendants could not avoid sin and ultimately death. Okay? So let's read a little more about that imperfection and death there. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Notice what it says here. That's Romans. Romans chapter 5, verse verse 12, and it reads, That is why just as through one man sin entered into the world, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men, because they had all sin. Alright, so this is why we sin today, this is why we sin, we grow old, we get sick and we die because of sin. Because from Adam and Eve, death and sin spread to us. Because remember, they didn't have kids yet. When they was perfect, they didn't have any kids. They didn't have kids until they became, yes, imperfect. All right. So let's continue on. It says, God called the rebels to account for their actions. He foretold the coming of the promised seed or deliverer who would destroy Satan, the one represented by the serpent. God deferred the execution of the death sentence upon Adam and Eve. He deferred it. What does that mean? He deferred it. Did it does it mean that he stopped it? He won't allow it now? After saying, promising them that if they disobey, they will die. No, that's not what it meant. When he said he deferred it, it's just he delayed it. They still going to die, all right? But at a certain point, right, he's allowing time to go on, right? But remember, like before in our other lessons, we learned they did die within one of God's days, right? Because we know a day to God is a thousand years. So they did die within a day. But of course it was deferred. It was delayed, right? God allowed them to have children, fill the earth, you know, continue with part of his purpose, continuing on. He allowed for that to happen, right? But eventually they did die, okay? It said that um, he showed mercy by deferring it to their unborn offspring. Those children will have a basis for hope because the one whom God will send will undo the tragic consequences set in motion by the rebellion in Eden. Just how God's purpose concerning this future Savior will be fulfilled and who the sent forth one will be was gradually revealed as Bible writing progressed. So let's read about that seed there at Genesis chapter 3, verse 15. Okay, that's Genesis 3, verse 15. Notice what it says there. It says, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise, he will crush your head and you will strike him in the heel. Wow. Okay. So this scene that 
God has put into motion to come to undo the damage that Adam and Eve did. This seed will bruise who? Yes, no other than Satan himself. Where will he bruise him at? In the head. But it also said that Satan will bruise the seed. But where will he bruise the seed at? Yes, in the heel. So the difference here is that the head blow, that's a death blow, right? But the heel blow, that's something you might be able to recover from, correct? Yes. So that's the difference. So that ultimate head blow will be for Satan, right? So let's go on. It says, um, gradually it will be revealed through the Bible writings and the progression. We will learn more and more about that, right? As we continue to have our weekly Bible study. Okay, it says, God drove Adam and Eve out of paradise. Sweat and toil will be required to eat out a living from the soil outside the Garden of Eden. Eve then became pregnant and gave birth to Cain, the first child of Adam and Eve. The couple had other sons and daughters, including Abel and Seth, the forefathers of Noah. Wow. So there's a line that's, that's being created now, right? Because we know down that line, Noah is going to come about, right? And then so on and so on until Jesus also come about within that line, right? So, like I said, God had a plan. Adam and Eve did not um, obscure God's vision of his purpose because he still, no matter what, is going to get his purpose fulfilled, right? Okay, so that brings us to the end of this study of Paradise Lost. So um, next week, we'll go over some of the things that we did learn. I hope you truly learned um, something from this lesson, such as um, that seed and who that seed is. I have no doubt all of you probably have an idea of who that seed is, but um, we're going to continue to read on and learn more through our Bible studies, right? Also, the imperfection and the death that came about to Adam and Eve. Remember, God gave them everything good. They had no complaints. Everything was good. They gave, God gave them a beautiful parasitic home to live in. God made them perfect. We don't know what perfect is like because we never had perfection because Adam and Eve didn't start to produce till after they was imperfect and put out of the garden. They had to work hard right in the garden they had it real easy everything was given to them they had a beautiful life and they lost it all can you imagine boy anyway so we're going to end it here and next week we're going into mankind survives the flood so we did learn a little bit about the flood in our earlier brochure of listening to God. And on this one next week, 
we're going to learn a little bit more, all right, about that flood and how mankind survived it and how things in our day is going to be similar. It won't be with water, but um, things are going to be similar when God decides to cleanse the earth of all wickedness once again. Okay, so I look forward to that read for next week, and I hope you're going to be there, right, to take in more information on your Bible. So this brings us to an end. Um, continue to read in God's Word, taking this knowledge and apply the things that you are learning. Know that you have a beautiful future to look forward to. Um Things will not always be the way it is today because God promises us, right? Okay. So, thank you so very much, my friends, for tuning in once again. Continue to tune in weekly. Um, This is Vina signing off. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Bye for now.